Arizona straight to the line. There's the snap to Murray. Murray looks left, pumps once, looking, looking. A lot of time. Now he throws, and it's intercepted by the Lions. Picked off down the left sideline. Ormolier picks up a block at the 30, 25, 20, Amani 10, 5, and he's spun out of bounds right there. I see you, 24. I see you. Welcome to the 20 Men in the Huddle podcast post-game edition. I am joined with PJ Clark, my talented producer, football guy, does a lot of stuff for the website. Follow him on Twitter and everything else if you don't already. And, and Peach, you know, a fun game, right? Fun game. Fun Definitely. game. You know, there's it's a preseason. You have to take all of it with a grain of salt. You obviously wish for a better result just because that game, it looked like the Lions had wrapped it was, up there at the end. There. And, and it's a mistake that does it. You yeah. know, you have to punt there, and, you know, Atlanta comes back with Miracle wins it. That's one thing. But to be up 23-22 with two minutes to go and you fumble a snap they were by in the David game. Blau, yeah. and now, bam, you lose that way. Obviously tough, but there were a lot of good things Absolutely. that came from this game. Maybe what's one of the biggest ones for you? Uh, to me, the guy that stood out the most, I think, is Devin Funches. I mm. mean, the the he hasn't done a lot of camp. He's been banged up a little bit, but he came in. Still learning the tight end position, a big body. You saw it on that fade from Tim Boyle. He is the only guy the Lions have that you can throw that pass to and use his body and his size to get open in the back of the end zone there. I think he was really impressive. Hurdled the guy, had a bunch of catches. <laughs> I mean, he he was all over the place. That stuck out to me. You know, it's really interesting because the Lions are looking for kind of some guys to emerge behind TJ Hawkinson for that number two and number three spots. You think Brock Wright's going to be in the mix. Obviously, he had a great end of last year when he got an opportunity to play but Devin Funches is an interesting one because look he's had success it's a guy with in a lot of league. experience he's got a ton of experience he's played wide receiver the Lions are what standing up TJ Hawkinson now moving him around trying to do different things so he kind of fits in that similar mold Devin Funches does that a guy that you can do a lot of different things with and it was great to see him you know make the play in the end zone and that, to the fade and then the hurdle was impressive too he's got that's a little a guy juice that left hasn't played football in a long time too because right. he, he got injured his year in Indianapolis he opted out last year of COVID and and it's good to see him back on the field and impressing and you know live game action for the first time yeah talking about live game action for the first time I was really excited to see that first team offensive line you know Absolutely. obviously we know for with, the first time ever for the first time ever yeah because Penny Sewell is new here but um you look at last year Taylor Decker gets hurt the week before the regular season right with that finger hand injury he misses the first half of the season and then they lose Frank Rag now four games in first play of the game Week four, Chicago ends his season with a foot injury. So we never got a chance to see those guys together. So I know it was only preseason. I know it was only 10 plays, but it was pretty impressive. Like I had my eye on Frank Ragnow in the center, and boy, Peach, he cleared some guys they out. Were moving. They, they were, were moving. They were moving the people. ball. Jared wasn't touched. Jared finished three for four in this game. Um, and the offense, you know, rushed for 32 yards. Jared had 47 yards, I think, 79 yards on 10 plays. Went down the field. It was a good drive. And scored. Yeah. It was balanced. There was play Put action. Plays together. They had, uh, you know, a nice play down kind of the seam out wide a little bit. Tom on Ron St. Brown on a boot after a nice fake after they had established the run a little bit. And that's what we've talked about with with Jared, right? When, when him and Ben Johnson sat down to create this offense, they said, look, we've got a top five offensive line. We're going to be able to run the football. What did you do really well when we were when you were with the Los Angeles Rams? We played, we ran the ball, we played off play action, 
and we got guys open and we protected the quarterback. It's, it's efficient. That's the way to go about it. It is. And so, you know, I thought that was really great to see um, for, you know, Jared Goff for this offense, but we weren't even supposed to see some late breaking golf. There was some late breaking news to this game. Why don't you play the audio from Dan Campbell right after this game? I'll say this about golf, man. I was proud of him. You know, we really didn't intend on playing him. And, uh, I mean, he was the one who he came to my office and said, I want to play. And I said, well, you're not playing. And he said, well, if they're playing, I'm playing. And I said, okay, you're playing. So I uh, appreciate that about him though. And, uh, man, he went out there and ran that offense and, that's really what you're looking for out of your ones. You want you want to see them play fast, efficient, move it down the field and score touchdowns, certainly to finish out the drive. So I, I was pleased with them. And the they they're talking about there is his offensive line. Absolutely. Jared caught wind that the offensive line was going to play, and he said, no, look, I'm, I'm playing with those guys. Like, those guys bust their butts every day for me. And if they're playing, I'm playing. And That's what you want from a from a captain, from a leader. That's how you yeah. endear yourself not only to an offensive line, but to a whole team, right? Yeah. I, I think, I mean, you know, I, I think it's good that he played for sure and, and got that experience, especially those five guys out there for the first time. Kind of the whole cohesive unit had had to be done. And, and they look great. And I'm not worried about that side of the football at all no. with, with those guys the big question mark has always been how much of an improvement can this Lions defense make? Because that, to me, Peach, is really going to decide if this team can win, you know, a lot more than three games, yep. a few more than three games, or, you know, whatever the, the win total ends up to be. It's going to be because of the improvements of this defense. And it was a little rough start, in in, in my opinion, for, for this defense. You know, they weren't able to contain the run. Um, Marcus Mariota and then, you know, later Desmond Ritter were able to kind of break, contain, get out of the pocket. I think they combined for 82 rushing yards. And in that first drive, um, you know, for um, Atlanta, let me double check here. I think it went, was it 17 plays? They, yeah, it was they had the ball for a long time. Down the field, like converting some third downs. Um, they converted one third and eight with a run, I believe. Yeah. They were just right up the middle, too. Right up the middle. It was, just, middle. It was just, yeah, it was just, yeah. The first 12 plays, 82 yards, taking up nine minutes mm-hmm. and 27 seconds. There were a couple seconds. penalties in there that, that, you know, Aiden Hutchinson got in there, drew a holding penalty yeah. that set them back, and they got it right back, and, and they were ready to go, that first team Atlanta offense. Yeah, and the biggest thing for me was just, you know, when you look at the stat sheet, you see 168 rushing yards for Atlanta with a 5.8 average. And when you look at last year, what was so frustrating at times was all the yards that they allowed. I think they finished 28th in the NFL, allowing on average 135.5, but there had to have been four or five games in there where there was 150. There might have been a couple games where teams rushed for 200, if Mm -hmm. I can remember correctly. It's just that part of their defense has to be better. And, you know, you were hoping the, 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 you know, the switch to 4 3 being more aggressive, playing on their side of the line of scrimmage. You'd maybe see that a little bit today. Don't know if we saw it a ton. Now they were missing Levi Onzerike and some of the other guys. And so it wasn't a full unit. So it's again the preseason. You've got to take it with a grain of salt. But you would have loved to see some guys make a few more plays defensively. I think that was maybe one of the disappointing things for me in this game. Coach made a good point post-game, and, and it's something to keep an eye on, especially given the Lions' week one opponent in Philly, a team that came in here and rushed all over them last year. But 
you don't really see a, a Marcus Mariota in practice if you're the Lions. You don't yeah. see a running quarterback like yeah, that. Point. Atlanta took advantage. Jalen Hurts took advantage last year. So you got to be ready for that now, week one coming down the pipe. So how? So what do you do? I mean, how does that? How you know? Jared Goff isn't going to instantly become a runner. You know, yeah. There's David Blau. Is that a situation where you know when you're starting to prep for the Eagles, you just put a you know one of your speedsters back there. You put a guy, a practice squad guy with speed, yeah, and you just, just drill that figure and work it out. that, and you work RPOs, and you. Work Work contain. I thought Atlanta, you know, as much as you could game plan for a preseason game, it certainly seemed like, at the very least for Mariota, the running was a part of this. Because he saw right away, I think it was one of the first big gains of his, he saw Derek Barnes come up the middle yep. and he didn't even flinch. Nope. It was boom, I'm out going. So, it, yeah, I, I think that's a good observation by you. Uh, but that's part of his game. You know, that's some, one of the things that makes him successful, that made him successful early in his career. Yeah. And I was a little surprised by Desmond Ritter. I didn't know he was kind of that athletic that's to get a, out I, in, in open space and get the yards that he got as those well. Those two are are built very similarly, have similar athletic profiles, and, and if there was going to be a guy for Desmond Ritter to sit behind, I think Mariota is a great it's one, a great and you saw a little, little yeah. of it, especially in that third quarter. He ripped off like a 20-yarder just – took off, rolled left, and, and had a bunch of open field. And that's, you know, the Lions have to do a better job. You know, week two, you're, you're playing Carson Wentz, another guy that's not necessarily a runner, but they're playing a lot of running quarterbacks. That's the way the league's going That's the now. way it is going. Yeah. yeah, so it's something that we'll have to watch as this training camp continues, as the preseason continues. You're looking for little improvements, right? Yeah. You, you just don't want Get better the bad day. things to repeat themselves. And so that's something I think Dan Campbell, Aaron Glenn, will take a look at and say, okay, now next game, let's try to contain these these athletic quarterbacks, these guys that can make plays with their legs when they get the opportunity. You mentioned Devin Funches earlier. I thought another guy who had a terrific game, and no surprise, right? It seems like every preseason. He's Mr. Consistent. We, Coach we're, said it. We're talking about Tom Kennedy, and what was it, eight catches for 104 yards, average 13 yards per game. The leading receiver of the preseason so far. Wow. Fun fact. Look at you. There you go. And I – I want to say that was the case at some point last year too. Or he, he had was that, close. that Pittsburgh game. He had like ninety five or something like that. Just in the in the single game, I think was was his high mark. But he just sh- he shows up, man. You know, and that's going to be an interesting competition for me at least. Is when it comes down, we expect Jameson Williams to probably start the season on NFI. I think it's yeah. trending that way. We'll see. Maybe so you have not. that roster spot. So you've got it's a open. roster spot, right? And so Quintez Cephas has been hurt here. It looks like he's kind of going to be coming back soon. Trinity Benson's there. Trinity Benson made some nice Starting catches. Starting kick returner. Starting kick returner. I think they're trying to see if he gives them He's something special teams-wise. Yeah. And so I think that's a way for him to earn a roster spot too. But, you know, a guy that we haven't talked about a lot, and, you know, I'm guilty of this too. I think I've been, you know, talking about Quintess Cephas and Trinity Benson and maybe them fighting for that last spot. But I think Tom Kennedy, especially after listening to Dan Campbell after the game, I think he's very much in the mix. And look, he made the team out of training camp last year. You know, he, you know, didn't wasn't active every week. That took some time, but it just seems like he's a guy that, you know, you always know where he's going to be. Now, he's a little bit smaller, so the catch radius and some of the other things you you talk about as a quarterback loving, that's not there, but I think when you talk about Tom Kennedy, he's athletic. He can do some gadget stuff for you. And then he's just Dependable, reliable. He's always there. I and think if you're throwing the football, you'll make a catch. There's something to be said for him making the team last year and being here and still sticking around to even, you know, make that throw in the Green Bay game in week eighteen last year. I think there's something to be said for him 
getting in on the ground floor of this program and what Dan Campbell is trying to build. And I, yeah. I think I think Dan's going to have some loyalty. He's to a those Dan kind Campbell kind of guy, yeah. right? That's what it seems like. It just he just he doesn't say much. He just puts his head down. He goes to work, and anytime you throw him the football, he, he gets open. Play. Yeah. and he gets open. And you can tell the the the, the backup quarterbacks trusted him because yeah. I mean they went to him twelve targets yep. today, eight catches. I mean, and they needed a play. It was Tom Kennedy they went to, and I think that says something. Speaking of the quarterbacks, um, what'd you think of the the Boyle Blau performance and, and kind of that battle there for the backup spot? I was. I was pleasantly surprised, I think, with both of them. I liked Tim Boyle. He took some downfield shots. He was ripping it. He ripped the one to Raymond. He ripped a couple over the middle. I thought the Funches ball was a great throw. I really I liked I liked what both guys did. Boyle uh, Blau was running a little bit, which I think, again, not a running quarterback, but gives you another element. So that uh, pocket you know, presence hurt. with Boyle was really, really or I mean I'm sorry, with Blau. And Boyle was too, but with Blau especially him just maneuvering and managing the pocket to give him a little bit extra time to throw, that's really a, a, an art in the NFL game, in my opinion, for guys that can keep their eyes downfield but yet have the awareness and know where the open spot is to, to give you know a little bit more time for their wide receivers to get open. And, and I thought he was great at that. I agree with you. That shot to Raymond that, that Tim Boyle had was you can't, you can't throw that any better. No, that, that was, was just a perfect throw. But again – it's not always the great plays that, that will stick with you. It's it's the bad ones. Yeah. And there were two bad ones for each guy. You know, Boyle probably threw a ball that he, he shouldn't have to Pimpleton that he that he then threw on the back hip that, uh, you know, the Atlanta um, picks off. Kudos to the Lions defense for holding them at that point. It was a good stand. Them. It was, it was really a good, good stand, stand, holding them to a field goal after they got the ball. I think it was, what, the 15-yard line, yeah. somewhere right on there, three and out. So good for them. And then we talked about the the Blau one earlier. You just securing the football is number one. It, with two minutes left, a three point lead on your side of the field, you've just got to secure that football. Yeah, you know, and and you you know you can't be too quick. And those are just critical mistakes that obviously leads to the game winning touchdown. And so, you know, I think both those guys are going to lament those moments a little bit. I agree with you. There were some good things there. But I've got to see the mistakes especially go away because if you get an opportunity to play in the NFL as a backup quarterback, look, you're a backup for a reason, right? Yeah. Now, you're a very good player in your own right, but you're a backup because maybe the arm talent isn't there, whatever, the experience isn't there. And you just you have to make up for those things by being efficient and not making mistakes. I think if you're a backup quarterback, the thing you come in, you make mistakes – make mistakes your team has no chance to win yeah in most cases yeah and so that's what i want to see from those two guys next week is hey be as efficient as you were they both led multiple scoring drives i thought there were a lot of great things but it's those two things that i think are going to stand out especially the blah one unfortunately because you know it, it changed the outcome of the game and it's something that you've talked a lot about on the show with various guests i think joint practices are going to be a really big part of that just getting to throw at different guys and you know put routes on on not air or not, you know, the same DBs you've been going against for two weeks, just different looks and, and seeing what you could do against them. Yeah, and that'll be a fun one next week. So, look, Wednesday and Thursday, we're down in Indy. Um, we'll get you a pod from Absolutely. there to after the joint practices. Uh, I'll have Peach, you know, maybe Michael O'Hara on. 
Um, we're going to get with an indie writer. I've got a special former player who joined me who's going to be on. There's a tease. Yeah, I'm learning this whole thing. That's a tease. And so, you know, it's, it'll be a fun time. We'll have a couple days of joint practice. There'll be a lot of great observations, a lot of great, great stuff from that. And then the game on uh, Saturday, 1 o'clock. And, and look, you just want to see improvement. You hope the starters maybe get a couple series. They continue their hot momentum. Defense, the defensive ones play a little bit better especially against the run and then you don't see some of the mistakes in the second uh, and third team yeah, guys you talk about a game with a, a team with a good run game you got a bunch of good running backs in yeah, yeah. next week that'll be a great test yeah and I think that's what this defense has to get has to be you know I mean Dan Campbell Aaron Glenn have talked about it. that's why they're doing tackling you know when they put the pads on they've just got to be a better tackling team they've got to be a so better team knocks. against the run yeah they've pursuit and tackling Pursuit and tackle and stop the run because if teams are running for 168 yards, 200 yards, whatever it was, too many times last year, it's just going to be too hard for this offense to overcome that, yep. even as well as we expect them to play. So that's something for you guys to look forward to the next two weeks, and especially me. Can this defense contain the run a little bit better? That's one of the big takes I take from this game. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, that will wrap everything up here from preseason week number one. Like we talked about, we will be in Indy next week, and we'll have a breakdown there. It should be fun.